When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everyone. Hope everyone's having a great week after this great Memorial Day weekend, even though the weather here in New York wasn't that great. It was still a wonderful weekend to kind of relax. Hope everyone is having a super week here, the Sustainable Success Way. Uh, We are in the month of June, and we are getting to that point. We're halfway, almost halfway through the year. We hope that a lot of you are seeing uh, much success in your business and personal lives and that you're getting a lot of value here each and every week when you come to Sustainable Success to get tips and insights to help scale your businesses, personal lives, and even more importantly, your personal development and well-being. If you're new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. Also, feel free to check us out on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many great guests sharing their words of wisdom and insights. Uh, Feel free to visit us there as well as here at the Voice America Influencers Channel where you can access this content at any time. Uh, The show, again, airs every Thursday from 12 to 1 p.m. East Coast time live, which we are here right now. And then also you can listen to any of these shows uh, at any time, uh, any hour of the day or night. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you today by uh, My Alumni Direct. Uh, My Alumni Direct is a social media community platform that brings together alumni, frats, sororities, and people that worked in now defunct businesses. This is a way to kind of reconnect and also meet new people that perhaps you can land your next job or business opportunity. Uh, Also this uh, website and and also app will also provide the capability for you to tap into various different types of affinity programs that can benefit you as a business owner, also with your families. Check them out at myalumnidirect.com at myalumnidirect.com. Direct.com. Well, we got a great show today. We are going to be talking about quieting the mind with no effort. Is it possible that we can quiet the mind in the midst of all the stress that many people have gone through over the last year and a half, not only with the pandemic, but just in everyday life? Well, you're going to learn a lot here today. These are two people I know personally, and you're, you're going to get a wealth of information. So those that are on live with us, take some notes. So uh, the people we're going to be talking with today, we're going to be talking with David Deschinger. Uh, David is a composer who has scored inspiring music for America's most celebrated sporting events and television shows. Over 2 billion people have heard his music on CBS broadcasts of the Super Bowl and several popular TV shows, the Master Tournament in Golf and the NFL. A two-time Grammy Award nominee, David is an exceptional mixing engineer and producer collaborating on numerous albums with artists such as Usher, Celine Dion, and the Isley Brothers. He has been a a survivor of stage four cancer since 2014. He has firsthand experience undergoing imaging diagnostics, radiation, chemotherapy, and surgery, and has profoundly altered the landscape of his consciousness and found a way into his music and meditation creations. And I know that personally, I had a very similar story about 25 years ago and David and I can relate on so many levels. There is so much more I could say about him, but I also want to get to Tamara Green uh, because they are a team and they're also married. Uh, 
Ellie Magazine dubs Tamara as the soul-centered love and relationship expert. She is regularly featured as a behavioral health expert on Today.com, Bravo.com, YourTango.com, and DatingAdvice.com. She wrote a monthly Dear Abby-type column for Authentic Life magazine for three years. She's an international best-selling author, speaker, meditation facilitator, individual and couples psychotherapist, certified hypnotherapist, and love mentor, trained directly by Diana Kushner, PhD. And again, I could go on and on and on about Tamara as well, but we want to get to the meat of everything here because they're going to be sharing words of wisdom. And we'd like to formally uh, welcome David and Tamara to the show. Welcome to, to the show. Thank you, Chris. Great to be here. Great to see you. So grateful to be here. Absolutely. Thank you, Absolutely. It's just hard to believe that, you know, you, you, all of us were in San Antonio. Now, God, it goes back like over, you know, almost like it feels like two years ago, but even though it wasn't quite two years, yeah. but nonetheless, it seemed like yesterday. And here we are, we're, we're not that far apart. You know, I'm in Connecticut, you're in New York, and we're so close. And all these things that have been going on with the, you know, with the pandemic and how it's affected so many people, you know, when it comes to quieting the mind, you know, it, it sounds like, God, it's, you know, it should be so simple, but why do people make it so complex? Why is quieting the mind such a difficult task for many people? That's a great question. And I think the answer to that is the traditional tools that people have been shown or taught to use, like meditation and mindfulness, mindfulness-based stress reduction, those are based on really old paradigms from ancient Tibetan Buddhism and even Christian traditions. And you can't copy and paste them to post-COVID life on earth today. Um, it just, you know, they had their time, but that was also a different time when people had the space where they could take 20 minutes or an hour or a day and go into a cave or on top of a mountain at a quiet place and, and get present and get peaceful um, today, that's not the case. Nobody, uh, unless you're wealthy and you have nothing but time, nobody can really say, I've got 20 minutes a day or twice a day, 20 minutes. And so what we've got to do is start over again. We've got to figure out how can we shift immediately in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of our stressful day. And um, you know, we've been learning some really cool new tools to do that um, and just to throw an example of how we've been using that. Just last weekend, we were in the middle of Times Square, in the middle of the insanity that is Times Square, meditating on the red steps at TKTS. Wow. And, um, you know, if you can do it there, you can do it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, Tamara? Well, from your perspective. Yeah, you know, um, so I see multiple clients uh, besides individual and couples therapy, I, I'm running uh, support groups, and everybody is talking about how COVID has taken their anxiety, their depression, their stress to a whole new level. And so much of it has to do with that sense of uncertainty. And it's just, it's, it, you know, that on top of 
the bombardment of of news and negativity that we read and hear on, you know, multiple times per day. You know, if you've got a computer or a phone, a smartphone, you're you're, you know, you're getting tons of information. Yeah. And you could be in a really nice, you know, dreamy state, but then um, boom, you read something and you pop right out again. So uh, along with what David is talking about we can actually just learn a couple of um, I, it's it's you can't even call them tips or techniques. It's just um, I don't know. It's maybe I would call it a way of being. I guess. Yeah. But, but place it in within your day throughout your day, and the more you know, even if it's like a little you know millisecond here and there, it really does um, begin to change the uh, the you know. The, the neurotransmitters in Absolutely. the brain, and we start to train ourselves to calm down. down and quiet the mind. So that's really what we're talking about here. You both great, made a great point about that. And, you know, I know for me, over 22 years ago, someone who struggled with ADHD, you know, had racing thoughts. I was all over the place. I couldn't sit still for more than a few seconds. And then I knew when I hit rock bottom, I struggled 12 years of addiction. Somebody, you know, said, well, you know, you got to get still to find out, you know, what's where the problem is so that you can then eradicate it to, to, to find the solution. I said, oh, boy, how am I going to sit still? I, I don't know how that's going to happen. But, it, it, you know, 22 years later, it, it, you know, here I am and, and I've been doing it. But you, get, you both made a great point because it's not like tips or, you know, insights it's a way of life. It, it, it's it, and, the, and the way that changes, right? It, would it be, I like to call it discipline, but sometimes when people heard that word discipline, it's like, oh, you know, am I in trouble? And, you know, it's a neg- it's kind of got a little negative connotation to it, but it's, it's doing the things that maybe they're uncomfortable at first, or you don't want to do it at first, but knowing that they'll serve you. So can you, can you both shed some insight about that? Like why this has to become part of your life so that you can make that note like, hey, I'm coming, coming out of the moment. I'm getting caught up in things that are not healthy for me or not serving me. How can I get back into that state of mind, that state of being? Sure. Well, on a purely physical level, um, when we're stressed and constantly stressed, we have that cocktail of stress hormones that's um, circulating in our body. And it's documented by science. It's not healthy for us in any way, shape, or form to have that on a sustained basis. So... When we can start to calm down that part of it, the chemical cocktail and also our heart rate um, has beneficial health effects. And what we can do is sometimes it just takes a reminder. Maybe it's putting that post-it on your refrigerator door on your computer saying, you know, just be present. Or we we have certain um, certain simple images that we use that are easy to shift no matter where you are. You could be in traffic. You could be in, in line at CVS. Um, but some of them are instantly accessible. One of them is the horizon. So if you're sitting on a beach, fantastic. You can look at the horizon. It's a straight horizontal line. Think of your brain as when it's that active chattering brain, you got a million brain waves going in any second. You look at the horizon, picture a flat brain wave, and that can instantly shift you. So if you're not at the beach, you find a window, you find the a sign, you find uh, the dashboard of your car, all those are basically horizontal lines. Those serve as a reminder and a way to 
I'll take that image and shift into, I'm just going to let my mind get quiet right now. Wow, that's great. Tamara, you want to also elaborate to David's? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I particularly love uh, the horizon line example oh, yeah. because it, you know, I see it everywhere. And so in, uh, when the brain gets um in, in neuroscience, when they're studying the brain waves, so when, you know, when our mind is really busy, the yeah. waves are really close together. And what literally happens is somebody, you know, is looking out over the horizon and then, you know, they, they still have a real wave, but they begin to open and relax and they're yeah. not so close together. So, so even picturing that, you know, looking at some horizon line as I'm going on my power walk, you know, and just imagining my brain waves, you know, visualizing that they are, you know, becoming farther apart. Yes. So I, 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 I want to say one more thing because um, there's no have to here. Um, we don't have to do any of these things. And the, the reason why I'm saying it is because so many people say, oh, I got to do this and I got to do it. It's not even almost a doing. It's more of what we, what David and I really want to put out there is that this is something that is no effort. This mm. is not another, yet another thing you have to do. Yes, It's literally just being in a moment, whether it's driving your car with your eyes open, going on that power walk, even, um, you know, uh, taking a shower or brushing your teeth, it doesn't matter, you know, what the circumstances, you can always go to some kind of, usually, oftentimes, it's a it's even a nature image where neuroscience proves that our mind begins to calm down, like a mountain, for example. Mm. You know, we can, we can focus on, for example, brush your teeth, let's say, or drive your car. But you can imagine no effort with your eyes open, but you can still imagine how still a mountain is and how stable a mountain is and how calm the mountain is. And the more we allow ourselves to go there while we're, you know, driving, yep. walking, we can just feel the sense of, of the mind just quieting and quieting and quieting even more. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's wonderful what you both shared. And, you know, I can look back at, you know, I think, I, I, I always think there's people, we make it more complicated than it really is. <laughs> Because it really, I mean, I can go out, you know, I mean, I can speak, I can, well, if you asked me 22 years ago, I would have been like trying to figure out how can I do all this? But now I can look back and, and, and it is, it's just like, it, it's a choice. If I say today, hey, if, if I were feeling, you know, a, a certain way that I don't want to feel, then, then I have a choice to change that. And, and so that the best way I can do is I can quiet my mind, you know, it's just finding a place so, David, what would you recommend, like, in those cases, like, you know, like, with no effort, what, like, you know, you, you know, uh, Tamara talked about going for a walk, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, you know, like, what would, you know, what would be some things that you could recommend that people can kind of ease into what she said, other ways that they could do that as well, where they don't have to overthink it, overanalyze it, thinking it's some kind of project, they got to meditate for 20 minutes, a half an hour, whatever that may be. 
it's some of it's um, so simple. It seems like it's you know obvious, but um, the animal kingdom uses yawning as a way to release stress. Ah, And even if we kind of fake a yawn or fake yawning for say 15 seconds, that kind of gives our body this signal that, you know, it's, um, it's a reset switch. It kind of just shifts you into more of a present state of calm. Could do it pretty much anywhere. Maybe not in a board meeting or something, but um, you know. But in your, in your, I don't know if that would look good, right? (laughs) Um, Another one, and this one, um, I, I tried it because I, I was curious if it would work, right? It's, um, I had was going to the doctor because um, I needed my blood pressure check because my blood pressure had been high. And um, what I had learned that if you sort of just caress your arm slowly and deliberately, um, something you could pretty much do in a doctor's waiting room without, you know, if people thinking you're nuts. But I did it for about 10 minutes before I went in to see the doctor and it had a profound effect lowering my blood pressure. There's something wow. about just doing something slowly, kind of purposefully, um, deliberately, you know, touching your own skin that has that effect. So those are two things right off the bat I could suggest. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fabulous. I, I mean, that's, well, that, well, that, I mean, I know you, we weren't talking tips, but that, that anybody that's got high blood pressure, take a note of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How about you, Tamara? Anything else that you want to, because I know you mentioned some points about taking a shower and, and brushing mm-hmm. your teeth and, it, but it, it's be, it, it, would it be safe? Like, I mean, just being in that moment when you're doing something like that. Would it be like, so if you could span on that, that would, that would be great. Uh, being in the moment. Yeah. Being like, like, yeah. like we take things for granted, like, you know, like brushing your teeth, taking a shower. We just kind of, you know, we don't even think about it. You know, we're just like, Oh no, I got to take a shower. I got to, I got to get dressed. I got to get out of the house or whatever. We don't take time to just maybe just be in, you know, it, you know, taking a shower, just be in that moment, taking a shower, brushing our teeth. And even though it's only, you know, a minute of your time. Uh, just if you could elaborate yeah. on that, I think I think sure. that's powerful. It's uh, using your senses. So it's it's interesting uh, about what the brain registers first, and the next. Oftentimes, it's the smell, right? It, it and then the sound. Um, so focus on. Let's say let's stick with the shower for a second. Focus on the sound of the water, mm. right? It, and even the smell. Yep. What, what does it smell like in there? I don't know. Um, and, you know, what are you hearing? What's the temperature? How does it feel on your skin? How does it feel on your scalp versus how it feels on your arms, let's say, right? Or how, how grounded are your feet? Are you really feeling the bottom of your feet as you're standing there? Yeah. That one to me is, um, is one I use quite a bit, you know, if I find myself my mind getting a little too active. I just say feet, 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 and boom. I could, I, I notice the feelings on the bottom of my feet and, and I, you know, I'm standing solidly state, you yeah. know, with stability on the ground or in the shower or wherever I am. Uh, it's, a, it's another great thing to do. Um, so that's, those are examples there. Also, um, David knows, I love flowers and oh, wow. particularly roses. And what I'll do yep. is I'll just stop what I'm doing and yep. um, smell the rose. And, and again, that sense of that perfume from the rose immediately puts me in a place of like, ah. <sighs> it, it, it's like, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. 
This is both of you just really touched on so many things that, you know, oftentimes we take for granted, but these little things that can actually quiet our mind. And I love this. We're going to go to break, but when we come back, I want to, we kind of, we can elaborate further on this. So everybody that has just joined us again, uh, we are talking about quieting your mind with no effort. You can listen to the show in its entirety here later today as well, but we, we encourage you to stay where you are and listen in. We got more to come. And we'll be right back here after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. We are talking about quieting the mind with no effort. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, you can listen to the first part of the show here today, later today here at the Voice American Influencers Channel. Also, we're available on Spotify and Stitcher, as well as Apple Podcasts. Feel free to check us out there. And then also our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. So, David and Tamara, we, we, you had given some feedback about, or in this case, just a way of being or a state of mind when it comes to quieting the mind with no effort. And you gave some valuable tips of how to really come, you know, really use our senses to appreciate that moment. Well, let's talk about, you know, the challenges and adversities that could also be great ways to help us quiet the mind, the things that we've gone through, or maybe, maybe we're, you know, we are going through that could also help us to quiet the mind with no effort. David, I know you have a powerful story and, you know, I've heard it from you personally. If you'd like to share, I think it will help so many people here listening that perhaps maybe they've been through something similar or maybe going through something right now. Yes, yes. And, you know, there would be no life without challenges, right? It's, um, <laughs> it's just part of our existence. Yeah. And we all face them in one way, shape or form. Uh, in my case, the biggest one of my life was... Um, going to the barber for a routine haircut where he noticed a golf ball size lump on my neck, which I didn't know was there. And um, so that led me to go to the first doctor and the second doctor and the third doctor and the first, you know, the first hospital um, and hear the five words you don't want to ever hear. You have stage four cancer. 
And that was um, beginning of a, you know, two-week period of overwhelm, numbness, denial, um, and just, you know, trying to, like, reset our lives to go for a fast track for cancer treatment. Um, and so you could take the approach or the, the perspective that this is the worst thing that's ever happened. You know, this, why is this happening to me? Um, it's not right. I don't deserve it or any of those directions, but, um, you know, I had to process it, but at a certain point when I was probably at the lowest, you feeling crappy because of the chemo and radiation and not being able to eat. That's also the moment when it's, I call it your guru. It's, you don't need to have some, you know, wise uh, prophet in India. Our challenges in our life, our, our low moments, the struggles that we have can become our guru, whether it's stage four cancer, whether it's traffic, whether it's problem, problems with a coworker, anything, um, we can use that as an opportunity to shift. And so when I hit that low point, um, it was a time to go, all right, how do I do my life different? Like, what am I going to change? What am I going to, how am I going to take advantage of this and make it different? So that began really diving deeper into some of the meditation and mindful tools and affirmations, yoga even, that we had had in our toolbox, but kind of forgot about. And that really started me on a path to changing the whole experience of being a stage four cancer patient. Then it became, you know what, this is going to be my epic survival adventure. I'm going to see what's possible with my body and not by the, you know, drink the Kool-Aid that I have to have a feeding tube, that I have to be hospitalized. Um, and to appreciate the people that were showing up and appreciate the nursing care I was getting um, to really kind of flip it into like, I'm not the victim now. This is my experience and I'm going to kind of capitalize on all the, you know, in intensity of it, the vividness of it, because it's, you know, um, there's something, there's some gift in it. Yeah. So that's powerful. You know, like I said, it's, it's an experience and, you know, it, it's, sometimes it's hard in that. And, and Tamara, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, your perspective or even your own personal story, but it, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you look at this, uh, and it's hard to do, do this initially, but that this is not happening to you. It's happening for you. And I know that's kind of like, how can, they, how can this be good if it's, you know, cancer happening for me? But there are some people that have survived cancer where, where it's changed everything. And like you, David, I mean, it's cha probably changed your whole outlook on life. It changed your mission, your drive, your purpose in so many profound ways. And you hear these stories, you know, you begin to appreciate the you know, things that you, you took for granted uh, you know, prior to that. So Tamara, talk a little bit about, you know, from what David had talked about, you, whether, you know, unless you have your a personal story to elaborate, that could really reinforce that, that the, the value that this is happening for us, not to us. Oh, absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree with uh, that, Chris. Um, so caregivers go on their own journey as well. And um, it was a, a time in our life when uh, just four days prior to David's diagnosis, our son was diagnosed with Lyme disease. He was having all kinds of really weird um, ailments and symptoms and really not feeling well. Um, so 
there is a lot happening all at once. So I have to admit that my mind was not very quiet. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, two things. I mean, that was, that's you. Oh my God. <laughs> not quiet at all. We're human beings. <laughs> exactly. Um, for, for a good, you know, number of uh, weeks after they both got diagnosed. But, you know, I had uh, read this line years ago, and, and it's really that one thing, and it's, it's exactly what you It's just saying it in different words. But what I read was, um, all there is is love, and everything else is just a distraction. I've also heard it as everything is love, and everything else is an illusion. So from, it, which basically means what you just said, Chris, everything's happening for you. It's not against you. Um, and our job is to really look for what the gift is in, in even the most traumatic of situations. Yeah. Um, so I, I really took that, um, I took that on big time, more than ever before during the cancer experience. So I really stepped into... Um, it, it was it was a crisis. You know, it's it is an interesting thing about crisis and trauma. You, I I ask people this all the time, and they say the same thing. There's just nothing else going on except for that thing. Yeah. They become so present, yes, <laughs> right? to that trauma, to that crisis, which can be actually beneficial. For me, it became, I was completely focused on nothing else but the health and well-being of my two guys. That yeah. became everything, right? So I really, I just stepped into, I guess, an energy of love, 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 love. I just woke up feeling love and went to bed feeling love and i think david can attest <laughs> yeah you cannot discount the power of love it's uh it was oh yeah it was it was definitely a, yeah. a huge factor in my path to recovery yeah and it was it was a very very deeply spiritual and powerful experience for me i i don't there's you know i could say there's you know a number of times in my life where on on more than just a day and this went on for months where yeah, i was yeah. just so completely present with everything and it was it was the most traumatic experience but yet at the same time it was the most beautiful experience of my life i have to yeah, say it, it, like you said it's like we may not see what you know what's happening immediately, but like you're 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 evolving, you're you're growing and evolving, and then all of a sudden, it's like your like you said your your attitude and the things that you maybe you took for granted, you now you start to appreciate. And when yeah. things get better, and it obviously did get better for for David, and then it it just changes. Like it, it, I noticed, like even when I went not only through my episode with my back, but I had this tumor on my back. But even when I went through this, when I had a, you know, when I overcame 12 years of addiction, I had this transformation when my dad died at the age of 56 and how it got me to go within, it changed everything. So even to this day, like the things that I normally would have taken for granted, I, I never took for granted again and really just embraced the simple things of life. It just, I, I just simplified things. And, 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 and I, and I, and I, cause I was just trying to make everything complicated before. And I don't know why <laughs> I was doing that, but. I just did. Because we're human. So. 
So, so like I said, when, when, when you got somebody that's like, say, listening to this right now, and maybe they're going, wow, you know, I'm going through something. Maybe I have a loved one that, that's got cancer or, you know, they have a health disease. Maybe they, you know, they, they have a COVID condition or whatever it may be. What would you recommend, you know, to, you know like to, those, to those people right now, you know, that are going through? They're hearing you, but now it's like, hey, not just hear them, but, you know, just trust that process. I guess if I got to call it that. What would what what would you recommend? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> the support group uh, that I run every week is for cancer caregivers, and sometimes uh, for uh, those living with cancer, often uh, in stage cancer as well. And uh, I would say, and a very 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 important thing to do is uh, w- one of the very important things to do is. Um, really acknowledge yourself for what you're going through. Um, you know, give yourself so much kudos, so much accolades even for just even getting out of bed because it's not easy to be a human being, especially now. It, it's just not easy. Well, yeah. I don't think it's ever been easy. Um, if you go <laughs> if you go back in history, it, it just never sounds easy. But actually give yourself a lot of credit for all that you do, for even just getting out of bed and brushing your teeth in the morning, because it, it's actually a pretty big deal um, based on all we're going through. That would be one, um, one bit of advice. The other is definitely use this as an opportunity to, you know, find the gift um, to, to use those little moments, whether you're, you're with the nurse and just sending the nurse some gratitude. Say, hey, you know, thank you. You're all, you know, I always see you with a smile on your face or you, you know, you, you give IVs so, so um, nice, you know. Thank you so much for all you do for so many people. Those little things really do add up and make a very big difference at the end of your day. Yeah, no, absolutely. I kind of reminds me when I was in Sloan Kettering uh, back during this time when I went, I went through six months. I was there on and off and I had a back infection. I had to sit in a bed for a month to drain all this infection out of my back. It was like they bore a hole in my back. Uh, but, you know, it's, you know, it, it took care of it. I mean, every, when, it, when I went through it, like I began to appreciate all these people that I normally would have never you know, I never would have thought of it. Like, yeah, it's their job, you know, whatever, you know, and now it's like, you know, you look at that they went out of their way. It wasn't just doing their job that they, you know, you could see where they really truly cared and, and so on. David, anything you want to elaborate to that? You know, what Tim yeah, to, yeah, to kind of also add to that, um, the whole concept of kindness, when we start to be kind to other people, it has a calming effect on us, like neurochemically, it's a beneficial, it's been studied scientifically. Um, so what does that mean? Well, maybe it's even more mundane than being in the hospital. It, maybe it's like going to Starbucks and buying a coffee. And the person that's behind the counter, we just kind of like look at them and kind of get an impression of what their life is like, you know, what they're going through, get to work every day and to be there and to make your coffee. And just be kind, just be nice and appreciate them and say something, something kind to them. Um, those small gestures are very um, helpful and can make us, can get us calm. Um, and within uh, 
all of our interactions with other people, we can start to find ways to be kind. And, and that will be, you know, that'll start it like a, almost like a snowball effect. Yeah, yeah that's so true. It, it's so, you know, you, when you said, and we you got a few minutes to the break, but you, when you said kindness, like empathy and kindness, I know when prior to my transformation, I was a pleaser and enabler. Like I would say yes to everything. I would go out of my way to please. And I was exhausted and I was drained and I was frustrated. And I was angry. But when you shifted that, that mode of pleasing and enabling, which is codependent to, to uh, pl- uh, empathy and kindness, which is interdependent, instead of just doing, 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 I went to being more of a, an example and being a resource for others to do the same. Now, initially, somebody may not like that. They're like, oh, I want you to do it for me. You know, pick up my, my mess, you know. No, here's what I did to do to pick up my my mess, or here's a resource that will show you how to do that. I worked well. well I'll let you, you know, look at it and see if it could help you. I found that like that coming from that, it, it was just I don't know. I was rejuvenated. I felt more calm, more peaceful, and in the long run, those people were thankful in the long run because of that because they got it got them out of their their own way to do something that they normally took for granted and just expected people to do for them. And uh, so, so true. We got about um, a couple of minutes to the break, but anything that you want to elaborate, you know, to kind of sum up what we're talking about, like the, with the challenges and adversities in life and how they can be so important part of quieting the mind and, and not only just quieting the mind in, in certain periods of time, but quieting the mind on a more sustainable basis, because this is all about sustainable success. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, the the way I've looked at life for for years is in two different ways. Um, you know, what what are my behaviors or actions or words that are you know coming from fear? So people pleasing would be fear based, right? It's it's in there somewhere when you really explore it. And then what is love-based? Anything love-based is going to cure anything and everything fear-based. So that's why kindness and compassion and giving yourself, you know, accolades or um, gratitude, whatever, always makes us feel better because it's literally healing the the fear within us. And it's, I love that example, um, Chris, because, you know, when I'm working with people, there's, there's quite a bit of people pleasers. They start oh, yeah. off as people pleasers when, when I start working with them. And I, I explain to them that, um, you know, we're kind of indoctrinated probably from our own childhood yeah. to be a servant to other people's ego structure. Yeah. And it, it's exhausting to be a servant oh, yeah. <laughs> to oh, other yeah. people's ego structure. So what you did, I love that you replaced it with something very, you know, kind of love. Well, they, they were almost, they're almost like very similar, except one is, yeah, one is not going to be healthy and the other one will be. And, uh, but yeah, I want to elaborate further. Now we have to go to break, but I want to be able to elaborate. This is, I mean, I'm loving this conversation with both of you and, <laughs> Hope, you know, everybody listening, take notes. And again, we encourage you to listen to this show in its entirety later today to get, you know, so if something you miss, you'll pick something up. There's a lot of golden nuggets here. We'll be right back, everybody, right after the break. Give us two minutes. We're coming right back.
What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us again, here we are with uh, David Dashtinger and Tamara Green. Uh, We're talking about quieting the mind with no effort. Our Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. They are a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing together people that were alumni from different schools, this could be fraternities, sororities, businesses that are no longer in business. So it's a way to reconnect, meet new people, perhaps land your next job or business opportunity. Check them out at myalumnidirect.com. That's myalumnidirect.com. Also, they have a bunch of affinity programs that are available to paid members, but the site is free if you uh, want to get acquainted with it to uh, create a profile that will allow you to get in contact with people that went to your school. Feel free to reach out to him again at myalumni.com. So, David and Tamara, so when we we were talking about some great insights, we were talking about adversity and we were talking about how that could be a powerful learning experience and how we can really grow to appreciate things. We can't always do it our, uh, alone, even though it is our responsibility to own it and, and do something with it. We're doing most of the work. But there's, there's going to be resources, perhaps people that can help us. Can we talk a little bit about that in terms of the process that we could go about quieting, our, quieting the mind with no effort? Sure. And just wanted to say, Chris, how much we appreciate your making this space for these kind of conversations on your show. I think it's so important. And you're doing a, a great service to people who are uh, looking for you know answers, looking for information. And uh, so kudos to you for what you're doing. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy I had both of you on. So, so happy. Um, and to answer your question, so yeah, we have these little, you know, kind of one minute to calm tools that you could use uh, as we've t- discussed, but can we do it all by ourselves? I mean, Tamara and I don't even yeah. try to do it all ourselves. Sometimes you need to go to, you know, a higher power and to, you know, kind of like find someone who's got some insights and some experience that uh, perhaps you don't have, or maybe it's just that outside voice that helps to, um, to calm you down. So 
one of the things that we've done is created an app called Loving Meditations, and it guides people through meditations like the mountain meditation. It's more of a five-minute um, meditation, but it it actually gives you a little more depth into the imagery and some of the the beauty that the mountain offers us. Um, for example, you know, we're all busy, right? Or somebody says, how you doing? I'm busy. And the beauty of the mountain is the mountain's never busy, right? It's just there. It's just hanging out, being a mountain. So um, we, that's, you know, what our app will give you a little more depth into some of those, uh, some of those other aspects of um, something like the mountain. Um, we have meditations of all different lengths, but sometimes we need to just go for that outside, you know, kind of tune, tune our vibe, tune our energy. Um, if we're not, you know, getting it all ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Tamara, how about, how about you, if you can elaborate? Because I know, you know, not, you know, not every resource is going to be the same for everyone. That's why if there's some, like your loving meditation app is, is wonderful. But there could be, you know, there could be other things too. It depends on the situation. But, but talk a little bit more about the importance of re- resources. Yeah, you know, I uh, got very curious some years back about, you know, what do, what do really successful people do? What what do they do? Seriously, 10 out of 10 will say they had a mentor. You know, they literally hired somebody to, you know, help them through a challenge or process or to reach the next level. So, you know, um, find, a, you know, if you're trying to learn how to calm the mind, find a um you know, maybe a meditation teacher, and we can certainly direct you in the right direction. Um, you know, go to the app, listen to uh, podcasts like this that are very uplifting and filled with um, wonderful information that can really make a difference. Um, but we are human beings, and we are not meant to do anything like this alone. We're, mm. we're just not. It's, I think... It's my vision, it's my hope, it's my wish that at some point we're going to be taught all of these things, you know, starting from, you know, very, very young and in schools, it's going to be the main curriculum, but we're not quite there yet. So it's, it's important. We, we need uh, those wonderful teachers along the way. I agree. I agree. I, it's funny that you both, you just said that I, I spoke recently uh, at the, at the national uh, national association of bilingual education, which was out in Texas back at the end of April it was the first in-person event that I've spoke at since COVID you know, started. And one thing I noticed with these educators that were there and I'm not, you know, I'm not a, an educator, but I, you know, I do some adjunct work with Westchester community college and university of Hartford. So they, they invited me to speak on this leadership topic for, for teachers in the classroom. And I noticed that, that teachers and even the, the administration are starting to show signs that they're open to new ideas. Now, not to say that that's going to change anytime soon, but to your point, there are so many things that we, you know, we, that we have to change what we're teaching children, because if they're not getting it from home, you know, perhaps their parents are ignorant to it or they don't know, and they're not in a good place. So where are they going to get it? So if they get it from in the school, because they spend the majority of their day-to-day growing up in school, that that these could be great programs. Meditation has a place. Teaching children how to quiet their minds could lead to, you know, you know creativity, more innovation, better decision-making, higher confidence levels. 
that dramatically impact them as adults. So if you could shed some insight on that, because I mean, you talk about a resource that that, there's a big resource right there. They just need the tools. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's um, well, we we have more experience on the adult end of it, but um, hey, it's never too late. Right. So we are some of our colleagues are working with the prison system in in L.A., Mm. um, working with uh, abused women, working with veterans. Um, I've been working with first responders and we've also done a. Uh, some work with a support group for veterans who are uh, have had traumatic injuries. And so they're becoming more open. There's more of a thirst for how can we, you know, how can we live with these challenges that we have? And they always welcome um, when we can lead a meditation or just share some of our story and some of our, you know, what, what has worked for us. Um, so I think that there's so many things out there, like we mentioned, support groups, there's pretty much just now a support group for anything. And there's a magic in the power of that group um, where you, you're around like-minded people who've been through a similar journey or struggling with a similar kind of thing. Um, it could be a business support group, could be a um, cancer could be a prayer group, a prayer group, cancer caregiver group. So um, there's really, I think what's exciting is that there is more and more and more uh, momentum towards yeah. getting into this zone of, Let's, you know, let's feel better. Let's, let's take a positive approach and let's heal each other and heal ourselves. Yeah, I agree. You know, and you're seeing this even now, like with companies, like, you know, they, they, all of a sudden there's like an emphasis on, you know, avoiding job burnout, uh, uh, stress reduction, uh, resiliency, especially people who've lost loved ones during COVID, which I can honestly say, I, you know, my wife lost 15 people that she knew personally, even mm-hmm. some family members in Venezuela, because my wife is Venezuelan, COVID-related issues, you know, because obviously they don't have, you know, the, the resources like we do here. I mean, they did at one point, but with under that dictatorship they have there, they've lost a lot of things. And, you know, it's almost, you know, I wouldn't say a third world country, but it's getting, it's heading there. <laughs> yeah. But, David's point, he made some great points about that. What can you shed some insight on that area as well? You know, I want to share a a little um, story about my dear friend. Her name is Soraya, and she has three uh, daycares. One is for the infants, and then the other two are for the, the toddlers and the ones that are getting ready for kindergarten. And every single morning, she does a meditation that lasts about 10 minutes long. And she says, even the two-year-olds begin, they they get the sense that it's time to, to stop and don't be so wiggly. And they literally can do it. So they're learning so young. So huge accolades to her for doing that. It's so amazing. Wow, that's fabulous. <laughs> this is a great start in these kids' life uh, for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I think the thing that I want to um, really say is, um, you know, we, we have these practices, but we don't call them practices, but we just do them every day without even like thinking about it, like brushing our teeth and taking a shower and driving the car and that kind of thing. And those, though, with a little you know, tweak with a little, um, you know, uh, shift, you can take those everyday things and turn them into your, you know, your um, 
moment of calming yeah. the mind, getting present, or or having loving, kind thoughts toward yourself or somebody else. So it's so important to start to make those little mini shifts throughout your day. The idea is that you don't necessarily have to go to a retreat, although going to a retreat is fantastic for reset. But you can also bring the retreat into your own home or into your own daily life. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's finding that, you know, like I said, you, you, you could go to retreat, but then finding ways in between one retreat to the next retreat, because that could be six months, it could be a year right. that you're, 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 you're being consistent in using, you know, the various resources that can help you to, uh, exactly. you know, be, you know, change your state of being, your state of thinking and, and all that. No, this is, you two are wonderful, wonderful human beings. <laughs> and we are so blessed to have both of you here uh, on this show and sharing your words of wisdom um, I really want to make sure that everybody that's listening and everybody that will be listening later, we have a lot of listeners that will come in after the fact. So we will get a lot of traction uh, either later tonight or tomorrow throughout the weekend where people will be listening in. What are some ways they can get a hold of you? I know you're both t- together because you are a couple and your business is together. But either way, if you want to talk about you know what, the, the primary area they can get in contact with you or if there's something separate, please, please feel free. Feel, feel, yeah. Feel free to share. Sure. <laughs> Caught up there. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, go ahead. Uh, easiest way to get in touch with us is our website, lovingmeditations.com. It's um, pretty much got all our information, all the things that we do, and different ways to uh, um, connect in with us. Um, one thing we'd love to mention is that we've started a, a live stream. We call it a meditation concert um, every other week, and that's called Peaceful Oasis Live. Um, we live stream on Facebook and also uh, E360 TV, and that's um, we share um, interesting conversations with guests, kind of like the one we just had with you today, um, and help um, you know people get calm and get some positive, uplifting content in the in this sea of negativity uh, and media that we're all swimming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we wanted to have fun. <laughs> you know, COVID began, and David and I were talking. How can we just Use this time and have some fun, and that's exactly what we're doing. David is literally playing his instruments, flutes, wooden flutes, uh, keyboard, drums, you name it. That's awesome. During (laughs) uh, like a meditation or somebody singing or playing their guitar, and we're just having a wonderful time, and it really is, it takes people into a whole other world, a deep deep experience, Um, so it's great. Well, live music and meditation together, it can't get better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, we want to thank you both for being here. I mean, this is such, I love this area. You know, we we usually try to have something around a spiritual side, and this impacts us in so many different ways. And I think, you know, COVID and this pandemic are, you know, again, it happens for us, not to us, has been a blessing in many ways Mm -hmm. in that. It's got it's it's taking people down this path that once took these things for granted. Mm-hmm. So again, kudos to both of you for all you do. And again, we encourage everybody listening that and will be listening. Please reach out to them both. Get involved in their their E three sixty TV program and be part of that and reach out to both of them. Guests, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here. The Sustainable Success Way. Without you, this show wouldn't be possible. We are committed to bringing value each and every week help you not only scale your business, but also more importantly, you personally, because without you scaling yourself 
and growing, it's not possible that your business is going to sustain the same way. So with that being said, we wish everyone a great rest of your Thursday here, and we wish you a great weekend coming up, and we'll see you next Thursday here at the same time, 12 to 1. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.